Hello? Hello? It's all around us. everybody, what's up? This is a fresh surviving COVID Rojan. That's right. I did catch COVID for, um, oh God, it took me out for about almost two weeks. It, it was pretty crazy. Um, I'm doing good now. I'm about, oh, three weeks out from, from when I had it. I'm still having some issues. My, uh, any part of my body that had arthritis, COVID just goes right after and does not let go. So that and my lungs are still a little weird. Um, I did lose my sense of smell, which has pretty much come back. Um, I got my taste back, which I've been told I don't really have good taste anyways. Um, let's see. I had black literature, black licorice flavor in my mouth for a few days. I had the aches and pains, the body aches. L listen, people just get the shot. I mean, get microchipped whatever, get the mark of the beast, whatever the hell it is. You don't want to deal with this shit. It is not cool. And I'm really lucky having lost two people to this weird virus already. I was really, really afraid. Um, I was on Facebook cracking jokes and stuff and try to take it in stride the best that I could. But really, it, it did scare the shit out of me. It took me and my wife down pretty hard. And uh, but I'm good now. I will be getting my first shot this coming Friday. And I think I get a follow up shot sometime in May. And uh, I've got the antibodies in me. So I'll be OK. You know, hopefully I don't have to go through this process again. But anyways, now that we got that out of the way. Let's jump right into this. This is a lewd, crude, and rude show. This is one of those shows that I said I was really not interested in doing again. There is a lot of dick and fart jokes in this show. There is a lot of immaturity, a lot of sophomoreist humor. Why am I doing this show? Well, it's it's been a rough month, and I really just wanted to sit down with my buddies, have a beer, have a good laugh. And plus, a lot of people have wrote me and said, "Man, we we miss a lot of the humor in the show, even though we know we don't want we don't want to do those kind of things anymore." You know, it'd be really cool to hear this stuff every once in a while or whatever. So I said, you know what? Sure. What the hell? Why not? It's my show. I'm going to do what I want to do with it. If you are a new listener of the show, this is not something that I normally do. And I don't know when I'm going to do this again. So if you're here to hear um, deep philosophical conversation to the esoteric or strange things or the stuff that I normally like to cover, that's not going to be here. So this again, this is not something we normally do. So if this is your first time listening to this show, don't go on to iTunes and leave me a scathing review about how immature and childish this 
this is this is just me and my buddies having a good time and very soon we will be back up to business as usual um for this show i brought my buddy gary morgan back on here a lot of you people know him he's from the bizarro aficionado podcast and i also brought my buddy john on here john is my co-host for actually he is the main host and i am the co-host on that show he is the um johnny carson and i am his ed mcmahon um and that is the show old nerds drinking where it's just me and my buddy sitting around um having a beer or drinking whatever ranting about comic books comic book movies video games role-playing games nerdy geeky stuff i usually show up there and try to derail the show as best as i possibly can and give john headaches in the mixing process um so you know go over and give that show a listen if you want to if that's your thing it is nothing like this show um but it's a good time it's a lot of fun and i'm really proud of my buddy john for for hitting the ground running and doing a really good job putting that show together it's his vision it's his thing and i am the co-pilot there so you know it's it's a fun though but um this is a show called biblical jackass old school listeners of the show will note that we used to do a segment every once in a while called biblical jackass it wasn't so much to make fun of religion it was to make fun of the stupid things that people do in the name of religion and oftentimes these things were very contrary to the religion itself and that's what this show is it's about two hours long again it is very immature childish and stupid and if you don't make it through the episode or if that's not something you want to hear again this is not something you want to listen to around kids either i get it um and i understand so if you get about 10 15 20 minutes into it if you make it through the whole two hour episode thank you very much and hopefully you have a good time listening to this but um you know what this is it we're gonna run with it and we're gonna jump with it and this is a whole episode of just people doing stupid things in the name of religion and again, it, it, it's very childish and immature, but it was a lot of fun. I have dyslexia. Um, I've made no secret of that. I leave a lot of my mistakes into the show because, again, I incorporate it into the humor. I accept that I can't read very well um, reading out loud. And, um, you know, we just roll with it. So hopefully you guys make it all the way through. And uh, I will see you at the other side. Happy Easter, Astora, Passover, whatever holiday that you participate, practice, worship, whatever you do. Happy that. And I hope it all went well for you people. Here we go. So tonight I have with me my two friends. Uh, I have Gary from the Bizarro Aficionado podcast back on the show. What's up, Gary? How are you? Hey. How have you been? Have you recorded an episode lately? Have you been? Uh... Oh, you got to throw me right yes, under that I bus. Yes, I do. Don't and the bus you? has no brakes. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, you have not recorded an episode lately, have you? I, I just I just remembered I had a computer yesterday. I had yeah. to dig all the clothes off of it. Yeah, and then I've got my, uh, I, I would say co-host, but it's actually John's show. I am his co-host, and I've got my uh, my partner in crime for the yeah, yeah. other podcast. I'm Johnny Carson, you're Ed McMahon. That's yes, the way and works. I'm completely I'm fine with that. I'm 100% fine with it. I've got my co-host from Old Nerds Drinking, my other podcast, which I really haven't talked about much on this show, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to have John here to let everybody know that there is, in fact, another podcast called Old Nerds Drinking, but John runs the helm on that one. He twists all the knobs and the dials, and I just kind of show up and try to derail it. <laughs> you never twist my knob anymore. <laughs> John, I, John twists all the well, knobs. I mean, I, I, I was... He was he was coming over while I twisted the knob, but then oh, he got right, COVID, right. so we had to take a break. Yes, yeah. COVID. Yeah. Well, that and I wanted to take a break from podcasting, anyways. Um, and now I've kind of like got that itch to come back and start getting things fired up again, which is you no. Know, they've got a never, they got a shot for that itch now. Yeah, that's where I yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be awesome. So, 
as I probably talked about in the intro to the show, this is Biblical Jackass, which is an episode that fixates on not necessarily making fun of religion, but people, things that people do in the name of religion. And it's been, I think, two years since I've done any kind of a show like this. And I remember specifically saying that I didn't want to do stupid, silly shows like this anymore. But um, I almost died, so and it's my show, so hey, you know, kiss my ass, this is what we're going to do. And a lot of people have been wanting me to do I this. Do I, I do what I want. I do what I want. John does what he wants on his show. I do what I want. Mine. Whatever. I do what I want. I do what I want. So we're just going to jump right into it. John, I believe you had the first story, which comes from churchandstate.org.uk. And this is Bishop claims to make men's penises larger by massaging them with his hands. I felt that this was an appropriate story for you, John. No real reason. Uh, <laughs> Bishop claims to make men's penises larger by massaging them with his hands. No, there's a picture too. <laughs> None. <laughs> it is disturbing. Guyanian preacher Daniel Obinim, Obinim. Good enough. Yeah, sure. Has been filmed performing a ritual where he moves ritual. around a room full of men, grabbing them each by their crotch. Now avail this video is also now available on OnlyFans. <laughs> Pastor's gone wild. <laughs> it's right. In some cases, he will keep hold of their penises and give them a little shake. That's all I two, ask. But just two shakes, because anything more, and then you're playing with it. That's right. And that would graciously that would be he also offers to massage women's breasts in order to enlarge them. Turn about his fair prey. Yeah. Did, did, did that yeah. work? Yeah, I mean it, equal opportunity. Uh in a scene broadcast on his own channel, Obinium TV. Oh, the bishop says, if you do not like the look of any part of the bo- of your body, then come to or me. I'm, that's exactly the opposite that, of what I say. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want that I can't offer? If you oh, want dear. big buttocks, I can do it for you. If you want big breasts, I can help. If you have a small manhood, I can change oh. them all when I... <laughs> Um, oh my god, this dude's got a YouTube realm. channel. I'm sorry. Go ahead, keep reading. Oh, what? Oh my god. Bishop Obinian, who founded the International God's Way Church in the Ashanti region of of Ghana, this is the has way. been criticized for his controversial practices. In <laughs> August, he was filmed whipping teenagers while accusing them of being sexually promiscuous. I do that. He is now facing charges over the incident. I, I'd buy him dinner first. At least. <laughs> yeah. <'cause, laughs> oh my god. There, a, I gotta move. A lot to I gotta move here. somewhere else. Uh, first, yeah, we, we are definitely gonna check out this guy's. <laughs> <laughs> we can't um, even. We can't even sell a plastic potato without outrage. This guy's giving hand jobs and tweaking nipples in the name of God. I I need a new job. Just giving handies and handshakes all across right? the congregation, and it's okay because. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's okay. John, keep place. going. <laughs> Is yes. There more? No, that's the end of the art. No, that's okay, the end of okay. the article, so, but, you know. I'm, okay, I, I Wikipedia um, this guy. Uh, okay, here it is. Controversies. Uh, okay. Daniel o- <laughs> Obenum, which we've covered before a long time ago, also known as Angel Obenum, born 29 August 1977, is a minister of the International God's Way Church in Ghana, uh, stepping on a woman's belly. Controversies. In 2014, Obenum was seen on television stepping on a woman's, on, uh, uh, on the belly of a woman in deliverance, in quotation marks. This led to... 
in she was in the movie or I don't remember him being in Deliverance. This led to the Amnesty International of Ghana to call the prosecution for assault. Declarations. Daniel Obinum has made several public controversial declarations. He declared he was an angel of God, which led the name Angel Obinum given to him and by his church. He also seemed to have conjured a passport for a church member who lost his. 2016. This was the guy that had a cell phone. I remember this guy now. He had the, the cell phone that he said he was on the phone with God and was talking directly to God and asked his congregation if they wanted to tell anything to God. Uh, he told his church he could transform well, let's him. Hope it, let's hope God's not using at and Yeah, no kidding. Because, uh, we I, yeah. Uh, it's like Warhol. I have this phone. They tell me I can talk to God on it, but I don't have anything you to say. You are so high. He told his church he could transform himself I, and others into I, objects and animals. I'm sorry. The savior, the savior you were trying to reach is not <laughs> Please leave a message after the feed. The voicemail box you are trying to contact is full. <laughs> you like to talk directly to the savior. And then you get the phone Press call. You get the app. phone call from God and you answer Only it. 399 in it. You too can talk to the big man. Hot saviors are waiting to talk to you now. But you finally get the phone call on your phone, oh, you answer it, and you get, we've been trying to reach you on your car's extended warranty. Okay, anyhow. The <laughs> British High Commissioner of Ghana rid, uh, ridiculed him for his claims over Twitter. Uh, tw- 200, tw- 2016. Yes, this is me trying to read, folks. This is the brain fog that, that COVID causes. 2016, I almost said, I almost said something else. Uh, flogging case. Can we just appreciate for a moment that in 2016, the United States wasn't the only country whose uh, leaders were getting into childish spats on Twitter. I did not have sex with that well, woman. Benham, uh, in 2016, publicly flogged two teenagers, one of whom was pregnant, and live television, accusing them of fornicating and conspiring to abort a pregnancy. All the cases. Hold on. Well, if she's pregnant. It's not accusing her that she forced me. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been immaculate conception. Look what we're talking about here. After the video also went viral on social media, Ghana's Minister of Gender, Children, and Social Protection, Nanya Oya Luthier, herself led a campaign for his arrest. This is also the same guy, I believe, that decided to lay down and put sheets of plywood on top of people and drive over top of them because he said God would protect them. This guy's done all kinds of crazy He'll stuff. He'll be senator here by twenty twenty. Absolutely. Oh, president. Okay, so 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 right. God told him to drive over these mm-hmm. people. Uh, God, in some of the other articles we're going to read, is telling people to take the wheel and do yeah. a flip. Are Shannon. we absolutely positive they are talking to God and not the ghost of evil? <laughs> I'm going to need you to let go of the steering wheel. All right, Shannon. Gary, you take the next one. Deputies locate missing Tampa man who reportedly thinks he is God. And this is from abcactionnews.com. I do not know if this is. No, right. Yes, it's Florida, of course. Go ahead. Okay, well, it's, it's Tampa. Tampa. Yes, I, I'm reading the article. It yeah. says Tampa, and I didn't even notice it's Tampa. And I'm going, is this Florida? Even though it says Tampa. <sighs> It's Tampa, Texas. Yeah, go ahead. When the, right smell, of, the smell of the meth cooking in the morning, <laughs> they're yes. Florida. Deputies locate missing Tampa man who reportedly thinks he's God. Tampa, Florida. A missing Tampa man who allegedly made statements about him being God was located by deputies. Was that through prayer? Ariel Rodriguez, 33, had not been seen since leaving his family's residence on West Pocahontas Avenue on February 4th. 
In addition to making statements about him being God, he believed he is the lion mentioned in the Bible, him and everyone who does reggae. He also said he wants to heal people and kill people. Rodriguez is described as a white male and is five foot eleven and weighs 185 pounds. I mean, that's how I picture. I mean, you, you know that that he he's he's pretty cut for the savior. I mean, that that's a good good. You got uh, a picture? Good, but that's a good BMI. That's a good BMI. <laughs> you got a picture? I didn't get a picture. Pretty cut for the savior. <laughs> how did you get the the Tampa God porn and I didn't? Well, I mean it. it you got to subscribe to the website. Oh, yeah, I didn't subscribe. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to subscribe. It's not on the it's not on the free side. Right. Des Moines not to be outdone by Florida. Policeman uh police man claiming to be God and hits bystander in the head with steel rod to heal them. God is in a lot of places. God is in God is everywhere. God is God's like don't drag me into this. Yeah. <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa. Court documents state a man claiming to be God while attacking his victim on Friday. Police said shortly after, before 11 p.m., Carl Stroud, in which John has a story for this, saw a male outside his apartment building <laughs> who he believed was on drugs. Stroud's claimed he was God and wanted to heal the victims, according to police. He attempted to heal the victim by striking him with his scepter or steel rod, according to court documents. The victim was unconscious and excessively bleeding from his head. That's a healing. That's definitely a healing. Because I know when I want to heal people. Isn't that right? Van Zandt. Let my brains go. (laughs) First responders took the victim to Mercy Medical Center. How appropriate. Where medical professionals said he had a fractured skull. Stroud has been charged with willful injury and assault. He's being held in Polk County Jail on $5,300 bond. This is an old story. All of these are old stories. Yeah, so there's that one. These medical professionals all just are out to try and debunk religion saying that this person has a fractured skull when the evidence of faith clearly says this person was healed. Now, you know what they say though, right? Spare the rod, spoil the Stroud. <laughs> John, what's the story uh, with Stroud? You said it was a Chuck Norris uh, movie or something. Oh, Stroud. So, uh, yeah, yeah. For, for those of you who are fans of uh, wrist riff tracks, I'm sure you are familiar with the uh, seminal riff tracks film, Breaker Breaker, uh, starring Chuck Norris as a martial arts enthusiast uh, truck driver whose younger brother is kidnapped by a town full of mischievous uh, Californian rednecks. Because, uh, you oh, know, of course. Yeah, I was going to say they're making moonshine in California because that's apparently something people do in California. I thought they were just hippies. I don't, maybe, yeah. They, yeah. California is all yeah. kinds like a there, onion. There are there are many round, and the uh, sh- the crooked sheriff in the town is Stroud, <laughs> and there are Stroud has a epic. Stroud. Oh, there there is an epic kung fu fight between him and Chuck Norris in a horse corral, interposed of shots of the horse running oh, around man. in the wind because you know. It's the seventies, and whoever made that movie was probably on a lot of drugs. That would be awful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry Chris Stapleton hit you with a steel rod, sir. John, take us back to Florida for the NOLA.com website where Father Jesus booked in Gulfport domestic disturbance. I love them. Okay, so so I have a question. Yes. Father Jesus. So does that mean he's the father of Jesus? 
He's a father named Jesus. He's a priest who is a father whose name happens to be Jesus. I go by Stan now. (laughs) I like to be called Stan. Oh, yeah. You know, in in the story of the the Tampa man, uh, his name was what? Ariel? So he's Ariel now. Flash, Florida, a Gulfport man who was charged <laughs> his who has changed his name to Father Jesus and made an unsuccessful bid to build a church in his community was arrested on Sunday, March twenty fifth, after police said he was in a domestic dispute that involved a flare gun. The Biloxi Sun Herald reported <laughs> Flare Gun. The forty two year old suspect was booked with misdemeanor charges of disturbing the peace. But he's Father Jesus. Peace comes from him and peace be with you how can he get out my peace with a flare gun oh his piece is apparently a flare gun (laughs) Uh, and failing to comply with the command from police officers uh he posted a 677 dollar bond because it would be really awkward if it was 666 (laughs) dollars and was released sunday night from uh sunday night the newspaper reported when police responded to a call Sunday at a residence where Father Jesus lives with his wife. Good so thing. is she Mother Mary and he's Father Jesus? Uh, uh, they, found, oh, they found him wearing a white robe, crown, and a shoulder holster. Oh, <laughs> I, Jesus, strap! I need that. Yeah, right? Uh, as officers were investigating the complaint, the suspect used loud offensive language, which was heard <laughs> by the public nearby, the Sun-Herald reported, citing police sources. I have heard language. <laughs> police recovered a 12-gauge flare gun with flares, the newspaper responded. It launches he, angels. No, he is the way. He is the light. <laughs> the light. That's right. This is my <laughs> that light, light is- the that light. light is obviously a flare. Not a light, the light. <laughs> uh, Father Jesus, who legally changed his name from Ray Lassiter Jr., sought permission to build a church in North Gulfport on Thursday. The Gulfport Planning Commission denied his request. Didn't he do both Ghostbusters? Oh, That's Ray Parker Jr. Ray Lassiter Jr. Oh, Dumbass. well, see? <laughs> <laughs> Because two out of three ain't bad. Okay, Gary, you've got the next one. We're going back to South Africa. Oh, I don't know right. if this is the same guy or not. Oh, this is my favorite This is place. from bbcnews.com. South Africa oh, reputable firm to sue pastor for resurrection stunt. A group of funeral directors in South Africa say that they will sue a self-styled prophet who claims to have resurrected a dead man. A viral video of Pastor Aleph Lukal shows him shouting, rise up, to a man lying down in a coffin who then jerks upright to the cheers of worshippers. That seems completely believable. The funeral companies say that they were manipulated into being involved. Well, he was How dead. do you get manipulated into being involved in that? What, is, how, what, what do you do to – just read it. Maybe it'll I, explain it. I assume there's a mortuary uh, – uh, <laughs> I'll read on. It's the resurrection lobby. (laughs) A lobby. There's like a lobby. Because this would be terrible for business, all these dead rising. Has your business been harmed by a (laughs) resurrection stunt? Then call us. Our law firm, Ditcher, Quick, and Hyde. That's right. You could be entitled to compensation. The spectacle seen outside Pastor Lukau's church near Johannesburg. My name is Lukau. Has been ridiculed and condemned by... I would assume anyone with a brain. 
There are no such things as miracles. The commission for the promotion of miracles said now the commission for the promotion and protection of culture, religious and linguistics communities. Wow. That's a lot. Rights commission in parentheses told South African national broadcaster tricked three companies, three funeral companies who say they were manipulated by the quote unquote scheme are now taking legal action for damage to their reputation. But I, I, the guy came back to life. It's not like, well, it wouldn't have happened if he would have embalmed the asshole. If the guy hadn't died in the first place, there wouldn't be any problems here. That's right. Kingdom Blue, Kings and Queens Funeral Service. Oh, Lord. Oh, and Black Phoenix. I'm glad he was there. He's my favorite superhero. Told local best. media that church representatives tricked them in different ways. First of all, by claiming that Black Phoenix was a superhero. No, it doesn't say that. But alleged family members of the deceased told the King and Queen's funeral service that they had a dispute with a different funeral service provider. My wife came back, too. The customers also alleged placed Black Phoenix stickers on their private car to look credible to King's and Queen's funeral service when they went to hire a hearse from them. Black Phoenix, <laughs> ramble, oh, Black Phoenix, Black National debate. The coffin, the funeral directors say, was acquired from Kingdom Blue. This has got to become a TV show. Pastor Lucal's church, Alleluia Ministries International, has not responded <laughs> to the BBC's request for comment. Us down here at Alleluia Ministries International. The Soweto News site reports that church has since backtracked on its resurrection claim, saying the man was only mostly dead. Yeah, it's just about to make a princess <laughs> right. He's been mostly dead, dead all morning. In fact, <laughs> in fact, already alive when he was brought to the premises in Kramerville. That, that's still wow, alive, not that. already alive. Pastor Lucal had only completed a miracle that God had already started. Alleluia International Ministries is quoted by the Salwetan as saying, The BBC Milton Nicosi says the video has sparked national debate on fake pastors and has been widely condemned by established religious groups. He has been set on fire as a witch. No, it doesn't. However, some South Africans have taken the social media with the hashtag resurrection challenge. Kill yourself and see if you come back. No, it doesn't. Just resurrection challenge. Because they're funny. Resurrection's funny. But it does have a Twitter thing saying Resurrection Starter Pack, which shows a white suit, gloves, and no shoes. You'll just look like Cab Calloway. The BBC is not responsible for content on external sites. I loved Cab Calloway. He was the bomb. He was. You know where he was from? No. Delaware. Cab Calloway is from Delaware? Yeah, I used to buy acid off his grandson. That dude was the bomb. Back in the night. You used to buy Why does that not surprise me? You have... I mean, come on. <laughs> he was in Ghostbusters. No, no, he wasn't in Ghostbusters. He was in, he was in Blues Brothers. He was in Blues Brothers, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was in Blues Brothers. He's not. He's buried, I guess. That guy was out of his mind. Yeah, yeah. His, he was from here. We have the Cab Calloway School of the Arts, and which is like fame. Fame! We're gonna live in nowhere. This is this is coming from the guy who fell asleep on on Blondie's lap at a nightclub. I, well, I was I was thirteen. I couldn't properly appreciate where. But I was you still you, you fell asleep on Blondie's lap. You fell asleep on Deborah Harry's lap. I know. Who knows how many yeah communicable diseases your ear could have caught from being in that, that lap? Anyways, I hope everyone 
Every single one. This is from businessinsurance.com. Why they're covering this story, I really don't know. Uh, jury awards $5.1 million to employees of Onion Head Devotee. Oh boy, here we go. <clears throat> Clear my throat. A jury in the U.S. District Court in Brooklyn has awarded $5.1 million to 10 workers who said their health network employer had forced them to participate in group prayers and other religious activities as part of the, quote, onion head religion in a case that was filed in their behalf by the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. I can't believe I made it through that paragraph without messing up because I am dyslexic. An Equal Opportunity Employment Commission, which I did not read properly, but hey, we'll leave it. Plaintiffs Elizabeth Anton. Francine Panisi and Faith Pabone V. English motherfucker, do you speak it? United Health Programs of America Inc. and Coastal <laughs> Containment Group Inc. filed in 2014. The EEOC. Yo, I'm the EEOC. I'm not sure what that means, but I'm the EOX. Said Sioset? Sioset? Sioset. We'll go with Sioset. I think it's the equal, equal employment equal, opportunity. Yeah, New York based United Health Programs in America. Jesus, is this going anywhere? Pardon the pun. And its parent company, Coast Containment Group Inc., which provided customer service on behalf of various insurance providers. Uh, had coerced employees to participate in ongoing religious activities since 2007. Get to the point, including group prayers, candle burning, and discussion of spiritual tests. What the hell were those? The EEOC said that the religion... Hand jobs. Yes, yes, that, that, that will make your penis grow. As they should. The EEOC said the religious practices were part of a belief system the defendant's family members created called Onion Head. It said employees were told to wear Onion Head buttons, place Onion Head cards near their workstations, and keep only dim lighting in the workplace, none of which were work-related. The EEOC said that in a statement Thursday in, in the jury award $5.1 million in compensatory and punitive damages to 10 individuals on Wednesday following a three-week trial. They're adorable. God, this is hurting my brain reading this. Uh, the jury found the defendants had violated federal law by coercing, coercing employees to engage in religious practices. See, I'm creating words now. And work by creating a hostile work environment for nine of them. We've already said all this dozens of times. This is a word salad piece. These people must get paid like so many cents per word that they put in there. I got the tea on the onion heads, too. The jury also... I was about to say, when you guys were talking, I just registered Onion Head to be the next uh, Paramount Horror mo movie. So. Outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> the jury also found... Heal it, feel it, heal it. <laughs> oh my God. The jury also found cost containment violated federal law by firing one employee, Faith Paban, who opposed these practices. Well, yeah. Well, you know what? I'd probably go to work and just do it to have fun with it. In addition, she can't say she doesn't have faith. Yeah, she has no faith in the onion. You gotta have faith. The onion is a very complicated That's, religion. There's mm -hmm. many layers to that. It there's, is. There's many, is. many layers to that it's religion. Like an ogre. Some, some say there. Some say that their religion is like a parfait, but their religion right. is in fact like an. Yes, onion. and it, and and when she, once yes. you start digging into it, and you really get into the religion, you open it, it makes you want to cry. It really does. So, anyways, um, wrongful termination, which will be determined by the U. U.S. District Judge Kayo A. Matsuma, Matsumaru, 
Oh my God! Judge Matsumoto mm. had previously. This guy sounds like a fucking ninja. Judge Matsumoto had previously ruled that the Onion had religious practice constituted a religion for the purpose of Title Five, whatever v whatever the hell that is of Civil Rights Act of 1964. Words. The EEOC said the Onion had religion was was created the cost containment CEOs and that sentence is not written right. I'm not reading that wrong. It's totally written wrong. Who spent substantial time in the company's offices from 2007, implemented the workplace religious activities, and had a role in employee. High Hiring and firing. Listen, we've got a job for you. Okay, so you're, you're going to have to worship an onion. Can you handle that? Can you do that for us? Can you worship an no, onion? I, I've never really worshipped We're an onion. We're going to need you to worship an onion. Every day that you come to work, you're going to be doing exercises and you're going to worship an onion. Will there be candles? I like candles. If there's a, spa- a steady paycheck in it, I'll do anything you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> EEOC trial attorney Charles Coleman Jr. said in a statement, the case featured a unique type of religious discrimination in which the employer was pushing its religion onto employees. Nonetheless, title whatever the hell that is, because I don't know Roman numerals, prohibits religious discrimination of this sort and makes what happened in the CCG unlawful. Employees cannot be forced to participate in religious activities by their employer, even if it's worshiping an onion i'm kind of curious like how i you know I, a health network has been charged by u.s equal opportunity commission and religious it's just a yeah it's just a recap of whatever the hell i just said so yeah there's that so uh i got the deets on the onion heads so apparently the onion head religion is taught and promoted through the harnessing happiness foundation which acts as an unofficial church entity and according to the foundation's website which may or may not have been written by a really stoned teenager or myself. <laughs> it is not what is Onion Head. It is who is Onion Head. Onion Head is the incredibly pure, wise, and adorable character who teaches us how to name it, claim it, tame it, and aim it. His is this that stupid motto, bop it toy? Bop it, turn no, it, it, twist it, motto, hit it. Peel it, feel it. So, so, so you might say that this is a religion with a lot of appeal. Yeah, you would. In conclusion, he's an onion who rhymes. Now, you might ask, what are the principal beliefs of people who worship an onion in odd shorts? What are the principal beliefs of somebody who worships an onion head? Tell us. Funny you should ask. Their belief is in salad, bro. <laughs> and by salad, I mean S is for solutions. Solutions to everyday problems. A. A is for authenticity. Knowledge of what we feel and what to do with what we feel. L. Ways to our heartfelt intelligence. What is God? And what that has to do with L, I don't know. I was just about to say. (laughs) L is for. A is for answers. Steps to a peaceful existence for ourselves. Are are we absolutely sure the S doesn't stand for hope? (laughs) Right. D is for discipline, inroads to wisdom. Essentially, to summarize the salad principles, happiness is not the abundance of problems, but how to solve them. Understanding our emotions is the key to a healthy relationship with ourselves and others. We all need love, but we need to better understand it. We have to obtain pure answers uninfluenced by modern distractions. We need to revere to wiser disciplines. So now you might wonder where in the hell did this crackpot shit come from? Gary? Yes, bro? Where in the hell did this crackpot shit come from? Funny you should ask. 
The Onion Head religion was started by a mother-daughter duo over 20 years ago. The mother had originally intended for the religion to be aimed towards adults, but under the influence of her two-year-old grandson... And marijuana. I'm gonna, <laughs> and a lot of <laughs> marijuana. She developed the Onion Head <laughs> character with her daughters to be more kid-friendly. He kind of looks like a scrotum in purple shorts, but you'll see. Good on them because taking advice from toddlers is an an outstanding way. (laughs) And it's certainly better than accepting swords from some tart in a lake. But according (laughs) to the foundation's website, the Onionhead family has grown since those early days, presumably expanding into the United Health Programs of America offices. Uh, there's educational videos like The Adventures of Onion Head in Space. And I'm thinking Onion Head is naked in this picture because he is sans the purple shorts. I repeat, sans the purple shorts. So um, this is all another only weird. fan page we need to check out. Yes. <laughs> it's about to get weirder. The religion has its own YouTube channel filled with Onion Head cartoons and The Adventures of Onion Head in Space where he learns and develops his core beliefs through characters like alien captains and space owls. Go on. <laughs> and uh, there's one in here. So uh, this goes on a little more. I don't know if you want to hear more, but the space owls look kind of freaky. Would and you you're like ne- to know more? I'm enthralled. Well, you see, you're never alone because alone <laughs> like spells more? all one. No, it doesn't. But okay, kindness comes from knowing we are all connected. What is in you is in me. Oh, and, and what's what is in you me? and is in me is <laughs> that doesn't sound hygienic at all. But I uh, purity comes from telling the truth, even when it's hard. No doubt, onion head. No doubt. Stay committed to your heart. Don't lose your beliefs and keep your thoughts positive. Yeah, I'm sure that's easy to do when you're because smoking good stuff. Because the heart like will that. go on. <laughs> right. You know, I thought I was weird for being part of a lobster cult on Facebook. You are. Yeah, this is out there. You are weird for being part of a, a lobster cult true. on Facebook. I mean, onions make Do not criticize me. And my lord and savior. A rock lobster cult on Facebook. Rock lobster. You're part of the lobster cult too, aren't you? No? That's our song. That's our that's our hymn. Ding, 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 ding. Rock onion head. Hey, uh, I'm Alex. And I'm John. And we host a show called John and Alex Hate Stuff. We named the show because he's John and I'm Alex and we hate stuff. That stuff? Movies. Yeah, movies. So if you want to hear two people kind of make fun of movies and actually more often than not end up liking them, listen to John and Alex Hate Stuff, available on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. So yeah, we talk about all sorts of weird shit. Like we did the first Batman movie, Fifth Element. Southland Tales, Mother, The Royal Tenenbaums. The sequel to The Royal Tenenbaums, Suicide Squad. The sequel to Suicide Squad, Speed Racer. And the sequel to Speed Racer, Boss Baby. You'll have to listen to find out what the hell we're talking about and if any of that is true. So yeah, listen to John and Alex Hate Stuff. Alex over two X's. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are found. 
Check it out. All right, so let's kick off the next one here. Gary, we're going to send you over to India to the Daily Mail for Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, monster truck pulling penises. This is Holy Roller. Or is it monster penises pulling trucks? Yes, that'll work too. Holy Roller Hindu monk pulls a van along with his penis, along with his penis as hundreds of thousands gather for a religious festival in India. I am not seeing hundreds of thousands of people in this picture, but go ahead and read the article. So is he pulling his penis along with the van or is he pulling the penis with his van? I want to know. He is pulling the van with his penis. Inquiring minds want to know, Gary. That's right. With hundreds of thousands gather for religious festival in India. So a little bit about this religious festival. It's the Magh Mila festival and it takes place in the winter in India. There's, I was today years old that there's winter in India. And I will see- well, actually, that would be summer in India because they're on the bottom hemisphere. So in, in January, it's their summertime. That makes better sense. I believe. Yeah. And you'll, yeah. you'll see hundreds of thousands of Hindus gather. And the festival lasts okay. for 45 days. Because To cut you yeah. off, there are one, two, three, four, five people, six people, including the penis puller himself in this picture. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get uh, to so the picture yet. I, wanna, yeah, I want okay, my pure surprise. Okay. And the gathering attracts people moving on. So anyone who has been to a festival will have seen astonishing sights, but perhaps none as eye-opening as this holy man at a Hindu religious festival in India. The sadhu, a holy man following the Hindu or Jainist tradition, was photographed performing a bizarre feat of strength as he pulled a truck around using only his penis. There's the picture, all right. Okay, I... People can just come on here and check this out for themselves. I can't even describe this. So he was spotted in Allahabad in northern India, where hundreds of thousands of Hindus are gathering for the annual Magmila festival, which began in January. Looks far more entertaining than Lollapalooza. Uh, uh, that is something. <laughs> now, now, let me tell you that this this isn't like a tractor trailer. It's not even like a pickup. It's It's kind of like a mule with a full cab and a cage in the back. I don't know what the cage is for. Moving on. The 45-day event sees worshippers bathe in the waters of Sangam, which I hope fully are cleaner than the other bodies of water in India. The confluence of the Holy Ganges, well, there it is. No, it's not. Yuma and the Saraswati rivers on appointed dates. Sadhus are wandering holy men who have rejected earthly comforts. In search of spiritual enlightenment, in the hopes of breaking the cycles of reincarnation, a major tenet of, Hud- of Hinduism. As they own no possessions and opt for only modest clothes, or in some cases decide to live naked, relying on the kindness of strangers to provide them wherever they go. I need to know more about that. Often, oh no God, this next picture. Whose truck is he pulling? I, I, I don't. No. Dude, I'd let him pull mine just to watch him do it. <laughs> Your truck? Here, pull my car, pull penis. my truck. No, not my penis, no. the truck. Often, sadhus will perform feats of physical or mental strength, as we've stated seven times, as a display of their spirituality and mastery of yoga techniques. I, I, I went to hot yoga once. I didn't have to pull a damn thing with my penis. Just saying. As a majority of them are also yogis. Sometimes this involves lifting or carrying objects with your penis. Slight pause for effect. Right. (laughs) Right. 
though many other demonstrations take place. Now, again, I'm left wanting more. For example, here we go. He wants more penis. Radhe Shyam Pajapati yep. holds the Guinness World Record for the longest time stood motionless. Was he dead? At eight hours, five minutes, and five seconds, while Raji Kumar Chakraborty did a static wall sit for 11 hours and five minutes. And I thought I've wasted my life. Magmila takes place every year in in Allahabad, where people, when people bathe in the sword. Yeah, you already read yeah, that. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> we got a guy in seeds and so, some guy from Temple of Doom. And, <laughs> and Kali, Kalima. Must find the chakra stones. I gave you my heart. You shouted Kalima and it burst into flames. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to describe this dude. This is a rather portly individual um, oh, of guy, Indian yeah. skin color. Um, he has a white beard. He looks like he looks like Indian naked Santa Claus. Yes. With a bunch of red beads all around him with a rope tied to his. Th- Who made it with old man in the K. They do not show his genitalia. They actually do not show his actual exactly. penis, but they do have a rope tied to the, the, the genital penis area. And it is tied to the front of this. Um, European-looking tiny truck thing um, that basically looks like what would be a golf cart in America, and um, still, still not a small feat by any means. Not that I'm saying his penis is a small feat. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? And he was, walks around towing this truck. He's got sandals on, the necklace, the rope tied to his penis. He has a wristwatch. He does have a wristwatch and a bracelet. And um, he just pretty much walks around towing a truck everywhere with his dick. As one does. So, uh, yeah, as one does. Um, John, let's go to the Vancouver Sun in Canada, where you're going to tell us about religious extreme couples lose child custody after stuffed lion purportedly transmitting the word of God acted as lawyer. (laughs) Well, first of all, if a lion offers to be your lawyer, always always ask to see his uh, certificate first. A British uh, British Columbian couple whose religious views are too extreme even for churches no. and pastors and put them at odds with families, doctors, social workers, and anybody else with half a brain trying to help them with their daughter have lost their battle for custody of her. Oh. The actual child custody oh. trial featured the couple speaking in tongues to a stuffed animal. Oh. They transmitted the word of God directly to them and refused legal assistance because Jesus Christ, through the stuffed lion, Jesus. was their lawyer. Witness. Jesus is a lawyer. <laughs> Jesus <sorry>. lawyer. <laughs> coming soon to N- uh, or coming soon on NBC from Dick Wolf Productions. <laughs> from Dick. Law and Order Jesus dun, Christ. Dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> Uh, in November, when the girl was one, the provincial court of British Columbia, uh, the provincial court of British Columbia, formally declared she was in need of protection and placed her in provincial custody. A decision that the parents appealed to the British Columbian Supreme Court. The parents claimed the judge violated their charter rights, discriminating against them as Christians, and made procedural errors. You Both can go parents- ahead and talk to that lion, eh? <laughs> Uh, both of both parents were raised in Christian homes, she in Ontario, he in British Columbia, and strayed from their roots until reconnecting with their beliefs as adults. Fornicators. 
they met in 2014. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing possibly on Christian Mingle. <laughs> Where else? It wasn't J Day. <laughs> we know this. Farmers o- or CanadiansOnly.com. <laughs> And shared a mutual interest in their own emerging view of the Christian faith and were privately married a year later, court heard. They are not named to protect the identity of the child. They had unstable working and living arrangements, moving around various communities in British Columbia, court heard. Their views started interfering with relationships with others, including Christian communities. Several churches banned them and even called police for assistance when the couple set out to purge churches of evil influences, according to court records. 999, what's your emergency? Uh, yeah, my batteries and, and my lion are dead, and, and I can't hear the word of, of God. Um, um, can we require assistance, please? Oh, uh, we'll send someone out, right? We have a Mountie right now. He'll be at your house in seven days. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you very much. Lion bless. We, we, are, dispatching, we, are, the, we are dispatching the RCMP with hot Tim, <laughs> Tim, Hortons, uh, Tim Hortons coffee and some Timmy hose. That's right. Um, After the woman found she was pregnant, she told a social worker her husband sometimes chokes her to make her stop crying. She (laughs) had once tied her hands and covered her mouth with tape, which scared her. (laughs) Wait a minute. What? Could you reread that? (laughs) And occasionally beat her. I'm mildly concerned. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Oh, that's a great When interviewed by police about the allegations, she denied them. Her husband said that once, when he was frustrated with her and had had a few drinks, I got a few too many blue lights in him, (laughs) he put one hand over her throat and the other over her mouth. This led to a complaint to the Ministry of Children and Family Development. It appears that, due to their strong religious beliefs, they are intolerant of those who do not espouse identical views. Those are this hosers. Includes other Christians. <laughs> After the birth of their daughter, the parents refused all medical tests and procedures for her, including a hearing test, blood test, eye drops, and a vitamin K shot. The mother also said she was unwilling to have her vaccinated. Oh, she's one of those. Uh, this is 999 again. Um, uh, how long have you been wearing the tape on your mouth? We're concerned about your potassium. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to speak up, man. <laughs> Try eating a banana. <laughs> because of concerns over family violence and mental health, the ministry monitored the family. The couple refused to have parental capacity assessments despite a court order. A month after the girl's birth, she was moved from their home, and the parents continued to have supervised access. The mother applied to change her daughter's name to Jesus Joy of the Lord and her own first name to Risen Lord Jesus, her middle name to Refiner's Fire. Wow. And her last name to Christ. Wait a minute. Let's read this name as a full name. So the first, okay, the child's full name, if I'm reading this right, would be Jesus, Joy of the Lord, Risen Lord Jesus. No, wait, okay. No, 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 no. Uh, The mother had the daughter's name changed to Jesus, Joy of the Lord. Okay. And then the mother changed her own first name to Risen Lord Jesus to and her middle name to Rainfire. So 
their and their last names to be Christ. So the daughter would have been Jesus, joy of the Lord Christ, and the mother would have been risen Lord Jesus, refines fire Christ. With a hyphenation, including her real name. So this woman's got a fucking sentence for a name. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to confirm here at 999, um, am I speaking to reigning Christ fire, Jesus Christ fire, Jesus? Or Jesus Christ fire, fire, and Jesus rising. Oh, okay. Here, here, here we're getting to the fun part. <laughs> this is the fun when part. The <laughs> yeah, this is the, yeah. When the child custody case came to the court, the couple refused legal aid. They said they had legal help. However. It's Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> which came in the form of a lion. Named Aslan. During trial, the couple spoke to the lion in non-discernible words presented as speaking in tongues and said that through the lion they heard directly from God and God spoketh unto them through the lion, y'all are fucking crazy. They said Jesus Christ was their lawyer, witness, and judge, which if Jesus Christ was the lawyer would tell them that he could not also be the witness and the judge. Oh, when they cross-examined witnesses, they told each witness that their lawyer, Jesus, was asking questions through I them. I prefer Jesus H. Christ Esquire. Attorney at law. Attorney at law. In the end, the judge did not find them to be credible and ruled in favor of the <laughs> ministry and placed the baby in continuing care. The parents appealed that decision, claiming it infringed on their religious freedoms as Christian parents. McDonald disagreed. <laughs> Well, I mean, Ronald McDonald is the authority above such things. The parents obviously love their child and wish to raise her in their it, home with their not terribly values. obvious, actually. She wrote, it's clear that there was sufficient evidence before the trial judge to allow him to come to the conclusion that continuing custody order was warranted in the circumstance. Yeah, think right. She said the decision was not based on religious beliefs, but on evidence of domestic violence ignoring health care recommendations, concern for the mother's mental health, and the ability inability to work with those who could support them in parenting, including their own family, a maternity clinic, a public health nurse, doctors, social workers, churches, Christian families, and representatives. So, you know, eight specific instances of people who could help yeah, there there is no Oof. help for these people. None. I mean, I don't want to laugh because it actually is a very sad story because it involves a child, but the child will be put into better care. But this this is the most batshit crazy thing. The irony here <laughs> is that Christians were fed to the lions. So, yeah. I, I have no doubt this child will be adopted by a nice Amish family and moved to Ohio. Even that would be a much better situation than the child is in. I'm right not now. so sure. So, all right, I'm going to move on to the Where next your one. Bonnet? This one comes from LGBTQNation.com. Why they're reporting on this story, I don't know. But, hey, we're going to roll with it because everything thus far has been fucked up anyways. New Christian leaders are telling followers that Bigfoot is real and spawned by the devil. Who knew this was coming? This is from July 24th, 2018, because, hey, ever, once COVID hit, all of the fun went away. It's real. It's a projection. It's demonic virtual reality. Uh, let's see here. For, I haven't read any of this yet, so I have no idea what I'm getting myself into, as with any of these stories. 
Former uh, Family Research Council fellow, fellow Tim Daly was on Janet Method's Christian radio show where they discussed Bigfoot, and they decided that the mythical creature was created by the devil. Of course, hey, on this show, <laughs> everything is of the devil. And you know, there's times where I feel sorry for the no, devil. Like, I mean, okay, if I were the devil and I was given credit for creating Bigfoot, I guess I would take that as a win. You know, sure, whatever. Uh, okay, Daly made sure to note that unlike other paranormal sightings, Bigfoot is probably real he referred to the many many reliable observers who reported seeing bigfoot because the people that see reported seeing bigfoot taking blurry photos of bigfoot or bigfoot have swore that their friend larry saw bigfoot so this makes me wonder we've all seen the six million dollar man episode where the you know the six million dollar man has to fight bigfoot so was he in fact fighting the devil then no 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 Sasquatch, no, 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 kill. No, no, no. Okay, anyways, uh, he referred to many, many, okay, who reported seeing Bigfoot, but he said that there was a lack of evidence that the creature exists. After just saying that many, many reliable observers have witnessed him. Uh, it's real. <laughs> Not unlike Jesus. It's, a, it's real. It's a projection. Oh, 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 oh that was a it's, <laughs> it's a demonic virtual that reality, but it's not nuts and bolts, in th- this case, flesh and blood creatures, he said. God, this sounds, just, this sounds like the whole battle going on in the Bigfoot Wait, community. Once again, are these are these evangelical Christians discussing whether something is real? <clears throat> Mifford said That's uh, funny. Mefford said asked while they aren't any credible photographs of Bigfoot if it's real. Uh, the vast majority of pictures happen in the dead of night and you wonder why is this? And then you remember the biblical verse about the powers of darkness that love darkness rather than light. Daly said, okay, that's obscure, but pictures of Jesus in the dead of night. We'll, we'll go with that. He was possibly referring to John three twelve, three twenty. I'm sorry. John three twenty. What could have been four twenty for all I care, which says everyone who that's a whole different thing, <laughs> yeah, a whole different thing man. Uh, everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for real that their deeds will be exposed um sure um effort agreed that 420 is everyone who smokes the devil's lettuce it doesn't like all that bright light and like their eyes man. <laughs> it's not here bigfoot bigfoot's not here <laughs> Bigfoot's not here, man. Hey, man, I think we're parked. It's a Bigfoot. Mufford agreed that's how the devil operates, just like you with UFOs and alien abductions. Then she raised an important question. This is important. Why is the devil sending a creature like Bigfoot to do dot, 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 nothing particularly harmful? Daly responded, it's part of the devil's modus operandi. I don't know how I was able to say that without fucking... Modus operandi. He has always used this kind of phenomena to, once again, destabilize, to engender fear... To open us up to possibilities of other realities and other beings, and then we begin getting involved with demonic spirits. This sounds like a tool concert. So yeah, all all through history, there have been many, many different varieties of beings that are primarily spiritual beings that have terrorized civilizations and peoples, non-Christian cultures, and are very aware of this. Bigfoot doesn't terrorize anybody. All he did was go and go and live with the Hendersons for a little while and snap into Sim Jims. Um, One would think that the... Sometimes I brew my own vodka <laughs> you remind me I don't know you remind why me of the Adam big Sandler big. skit I don't know if you remember which one I'm talking about <laughs> no. oh yes. the goat yes um, you fucking whiz that thing man <laughs> you fucking whiz that thing man Fuck me and my fucking good ass. One would think that the devil would have better ways to terrorize Americans than to appear in some grainy photographs, but apparently this is the best Satan can do. Ma'am, have you ever seen Bigfoot before? Yes, I had sex with Bigfoot before and I had his baby. What, what happened to your baby? 
who was stolen. Did, did Bigfoot steal it or did that museum steal it? Bigfoot stole it. Was, did Bigfoot, does, did you like making love to Bigfoot? No. No? He, was he rough with you? Yes. How so? He would punch me all the time. Punch you? Donkey punch you in the back of the head? Yes. Well, uh, thank you very much. Uh, it's COVID, man. All right, so, John, we're going to take you over to Russia, uh, where our Russian correspondent, Vladimir Wakamov, will be reporting for us. Women wins lawsuit against Orthodox believers for their obsession with genitals. This comes from English.pravda.ru. I don't know. Pravda? Pravda.ru. So, uh, take us over uh, to Russia. <laughs> Pravda. Oh, yeah, it is Pravda. I wasn't reading. Pravda. Are you? Oh. Greetings. I am Sergei Wakanov from the Stalingrad Wakanovs. In Kryasank, a woman won 20,000 rubles in court action for false accusations. That's like eight bucks. Two U.S. dollars. <laughs> and criminal responsibility for insulting feelings of believers. In April 2017, criminal case was filed against woman after complaints were received in connection with posts that woman made on social media page for um oh what what is what is Russian social media called is is it Putin Trump. Putin book Putin book. <laughs> Woman uh, 20,000 rubles is $264. In communist Russia, that is <laughs> lots of money. It's buy you a loaf of bread. That's right. Woman posted picture of Easter cake with two eggs on side that looked like a penis. Wackamoff, could you please describe what we're seeing in this picture here? Could you describe oh, the penis? Very, very much. The, the, the tall part of cake, shaped like shaft, is in center. <laughs> There is white icing cap on top of shaft and, what and looks like two black large olive. round eggs next to base of cake, one on either side. It should be noted, cake is very tall. Egg is size of small child. Cake, <laughs> probably the size of a small building. Prosecutor What's the yellow thing coming Alex out of this tip? I think that's a telephone pole. He, Oh, I thought it had a stent. No, in, in Russia, we still use telephone. <laughs> Prosecutors saw a phallic symbol in picture because it looked like penis. It's they consulted olive. experts in field of orthodoxy and penis who said <laughs> that attitude to the intimate side of human nature in Christianity was negative and perceived as sinful. Accordingly, depicting Easter attributes as phallic symbol is viewed as discretion object of religious veneration. A priest of the temple of the Archangel Michael and his parishioners appeared, on, appeared as the aggrieved. The woman claimed photo was taken in April of 2011 on Kharkov's Victoria Square during celebration of Holiest Easter. The case against woman was closed for lack of evidence in May 2017. In response, woman filed civil claim on Tuesday, February 8th, 
in the Sovietsky district court of Krasnosnok. The what? Krasnosnok? <laughs> Krasnoyorek. I sorry. I see. make up weird city names. <laughs> um ordered to recover 22,780 rubles from Ministry of Finance of Russia in favor of woman in compensation for moral harm and legal cost incurred for the illegal imposition of administrative sanctions on her penis cake. <laughs> How many people are still listening right now? <laughs> the woman's lawyer, and they're all in the Vladimir Vesin, told court reporters the decision of court was absolutely correct because the reposted photo depicted only the Easter cake and two eggs. It was the priest who associated the photo with the penis, even yeah. though there were no insult, no insulting captions made underneath the photo, the lawyer said. It just so happens that court confirmed that photo in question depicted Easter cake and eggs that kind of looked like penis. Whereas Orthodox should think more about Christ than about the penis. Less penis. <laughs> More I'm not sure if we had Borat, some Russian dude, or whatever the hell that was. I guess I'll... Uh, He's not amazing. Borat. He's, he's Sergei. I will read the next one. I, I'm a big fan of Sergei. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Sergei, of, Sergei, Sergei likes capitalism. Yay! All right, the next one comes from WVLT8, Knoxville, Tennessee, WVLT.com. Uh, how old is this story? This is from 2018. Uh, THP, Maryville. <laughs> You're right on top yeah, of it. Yeah, this is Jesus Take the Wheel. Quite literally, Maryville Man Flips Truck. Jesus Take the Wheel. Uh, Mar there's, did you ever see the picture of the guy who was cosplaying Jesus holding a steering wheel? Anybody has I, I have, in fact, seen that. Yes, it was pretty mm. funny. Way, way back in the dark age of the internet, you know, 10 years ago when Vine still existed, mm -hmm. there was a Vine oh, of a guy driving his car, and then the song Jesus Takes the Wheel came on, and Jesus reached through the open window. I remember that. Yes, it was very funny. Jesus flies up along the side of the car and grabs the wheel. As Yeah. Uh, Maryville man flips truck five times after Jesus advised him to let go of the wheel. Uh, let's see here. Uh, according to the Tennessee Highway Patrol, Chad O. England, 33, was traveling on I. Chad. I. Hello, Chad. <laughs> Chad. This is Chad. This is God. God? God, what, what, what's, what's going on, God? What, what's, I'm Jesus. I'm going to need you to let go of the wheel, Chad. What? I, but if I do that, I'll, I'll, I'll die, Jesus. I, right. I, I, you know. Have Trust you me, yourself, Chad. Chad? Your, your car is going to do a wicked lot of flips. Uh, am I going to be okay? It's going to be amazing. Okay, all right. Oh, you'll be fine, man. No worries. Don't okay, all right. Well, Jesus is telling me to do this. I, I, I have to do this. Okay. Me, all things are possible, Chad. <laughs> uh, Chad, go ahead let go now as you approach the turn. Jesus, why? Are you a, why are you a small animated little stuffed lion? Anyways, uh, I-81 North and through I Sullivan County and was arrested after flipping his truck five times because, in his words, Jesus was calling him and advised him to let go of the wheel. Just after 10 a.m. on January 20, Sullivan County deputies were dispatched to a single car ex accident near Marker 73 on I-81 I North. According to the incident report, the driver of the vehicle had gotten out and began to run away, carrying a jar of speaking, carrying a jar and speaking gibberish when deputies secured him in the back seat of the patrol car. According to the report, as deputies searched the vehicle, they found six grams of marijuana, six grams of cocaine, a pipe, rolling papers, and three-quarters empty bottle of Crown Royal. And that can get you really high. 
Okay, really, really high. Which is probably the culprit. A small empty bottle of Crown Royal and several cans. I'd party with this guy. Used for huffing. Uh, Two witnesses said they saw England speeding down the highway. Chat, chat, but did you die? (laughs) Despite your best efforts, you have failed. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, Chad. (laughs) Two witnesses said they saw England speeding down the highway when, for no apparent reason, he left the roadway on on the right side. The THP reported England said that he did not take off running. He was being called and was traveling to bow before someone. He also stated he was not driving, but he was behind the wheel. He denied a blood draw. The person he was called to bow before was was Rick James, bitch. (laughs) Bow before me! (laughs) (laughs) But was obviously under the influence of drugs. Obviously under the influence of drugs, according to the incident report. England was arrested and charged with a DUI, first offense, felony possession of a Schedule 2 for resale, possession of a Schedule, whatever the hell that number is, possession Uh, of... That would be Schedule 6. Schedule 6, sure. Uh, Possession of paraphernalia, open container, a driver, a new driver's license and possession, failure... No driver's No driver's license. license and possession, failure to exercise due care... Uh, no registration in possession, violation of implied consent, and, and no insurance on possession. According to the THP, a drug recognition expert at Bristol Regional Hospital completed medical clearance and England was transported to Sullivan County Jail. Yeah. Okay. So How do you this is another example consent? of the dangers of radical Christianity. And marijuana. I think marijuana was the least thing here. He did sick flips, man. It was probably the cocaine, the huffing, and the Crown Royal. No, definitely the marijuana. (laughs) Who's doing the sci-fi wire one, John? Was that going to be you, Barbie doll, in Psychics, uh, ends in Psychics Arrest? Was that you from SciFiWire.com? Why Sci-Fi Wire is covering this, I don't know, but hey. Was that you, John? Uh, The $70,000 exorcism. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Huh, $70,000 exorcism to transfer evil spirits into a Barbie doll ends in psychic arrest. Now, we, as the 80s generation, know that the idea of putting an evil spirit in a doll is not a good idea. We had two movie franchises telling or like letting us know this. We had Puppet Master. We had child's play. You don't put the evil spirit in toys. It always ends badly. Now, moving on. So I'm going to put this evil spirit here into this toy. Um, yeah. That seems like a good idea. Uh, 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 you can tell this is a quality article because it <laughs> starts with, could we make this stuff up if we tried? It's yes. just poorly written. Oh we couldn't read this stuff if we tried. Okay. <laughs> Of all the uses that Barbie dolls of every permutation have been put to over the classic toys 60 years in kids' creative hands, we've never heard of her being called upon to serve as the receptacle for an exercised evil spirit until now. Now, does this take into account the use of the Barbie doll as a receptacle for a genie as posted in the science documentary, Weird Science. Ooh, very good point. Yeah. Perhaps awakened in the process to the realization that there's nothing in this world or the next that Barbie apparently can't do, police in Somerset, Massachusetts, arrested 37-year-old professional psychic Tracy Milanovic and charged her with 
larceny, intimidation of a witness, and multiple counts of obtaining property over $250 by trick. Take a look at this. I, I got some like witnesses here and uh, give me some money. I'm going to need some money. Those may sound like your average lineup of mundane accusations, but they stem from law enforcement suspicions that Milanovic, whose main business is reportedly reading palms, allegedly bilked allegedly. a 10-year-old girl's mother out of more than $7,000 after allegedly, allegedly telling her that the girl was possessed by a demon and that the supernatural solution was to exercise the malevolent invader and transfer it into what else? A Barbie doll. I support okay, this. First, first, that is one sentence. That I mean, it is one solid sentence. Is one oh my God, it is. Giant. It is. Run on sentence that uses the word allegedly, allegedly. twice. Here's oh my God. Wire. We don't care. This is, this is the barrier to writing internet stories. Oh my God, John. I think every one of these is like this. Go ahead. <laughs> now that I look at them. All right. According to the report, Milanovic allegedly told allegedly. the mother that the young girl was dead in God's eyes and had something inside of her that was bad. It wasn't And me. that the answer was to purchase her daughter's soul back in a series of alleged... I'll give you some effort. I don't think it means what you think it means. ...transactions involving both cash and household items. I'm going to need a sponge and a can opener. increments to Milanovic as the psychic kept asking for money. The mother contacted the police and told them she suspected she had been tricked. Now, I'm not really sure. I think I may have been conned. So you see, this this gypsy woman said that she could put my daughter's soul, who obviously she can't use it right now because she's possessed. I'm going to put the soul into a Barbie doll. Now, it would be like $70,000, I think, so far. So it seemed normal, but I think I might be being tricked. Okay, no, you got to look at it that, like, trying to get her soul, her daughter's soul back was like Wheel of Fortune in the 1980s where you'd win the money, but then you had to buy crappy shit with it, like that Portland <laughs> Jaguar. So, like, Damn, the, okay, fine, I'll take the ceramic the, Dalmatian the, the, for 250 the, the psychics there, like, yeah, I'll take the Porcelain Jaguar. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, one year of maid service. Um, I will take the, the old turtle wax. set. I have a 16-year-old daughter. She doesn't have a soul. No, None of us really do anything about it. It's well, puberty. Right. Um, it's not going the, well. As the father of a, a, a child, a female child, uh, yeah, once, once they hit uh, about uh, 12 and puberty takes over, they belong to the devil. They, they do, man. They do. Not even exaggeration. So let's. Oh God, the next the next paragraph sentence. It's called reading, top to bottom, left to right. Group words together as a sentence. There's no word on which version of Barbie was allegedly selected to allegedly. carry out the thankless task of catching a specter. Oh my God, a period. That was one Whoa. sentence. Sure, it's not grit or something. Yeah. Was it the though. 1959 classic that started it all? Or maybe uh, the no. iconic Malibu Barbie from the early 1970s. Heaven bid it should be the talking Barbie of 1968, whose chirpy call-outs like, let's go shopping, would no doubt take on a whole new horrific dimension. For when souls. They, 
being when being commanded by a wicked okay that is a separate sentence but that sentence is written in parentheses for god knows what reason hi welcome to the show john how oh. you doing <laughs> i'm messaging the author right now please please do my high school english teacher would like to have a conversation with them but according to the report milanovic was about halfway through the process of finding out when she allegedly asked for money, allegedly. at least in the eyes of the mother, one too many times. Citing the police report, WBTS reports that the mom told officers that Milanovic claimed that her paid-up services to date had only cleaned half of her daughter. <laughs> the part but that leaves all her cups half, under the, the bed half, is still the here. left half, the right half, what are we talking about here? It's 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 the part where she just yells it and slams doors and leaves cups under her bed. Yeah. Um, You're almost done. You can do this, man. Yeah. And it would take exactly an additional $6,058 to remove what was left. The whole enterprise would allegedly, allegedly fall apart if the mother revealed anything about the proceedings to outsiders because, as the report states, the spirits would know what she was doing if she told anybody. There's no word on what happened to the Barbie doll. If you're sitting quietly at home one night and a battery-powered little voice suddenly pipes up and says, let's go shopping, by all means, get the hell out of the house. Okay, what I take exception to is that this article is more concerned about the facts of the Barbie than the child that is involved in this. Yeah, that was special. Oh. All right, Gary, let's move on to the fun story. This is from ladbible.com, and this is Congregation Claims Pastor Farts in Their Faces to Heal Them. Take it. Oh, right. Yeah, th- this, was, this was sent to me by a listener on Twitter. And this is from, like, this month. So Congregation Claims Pastor, <laughs> pastor Farts in Their Faces to Heal Them, as one does. The congregation of a church in, I'm shocked, South Africa, are claiming that pastor sits on people and farts on them as a mean of healing and blessing them. God be with you. Pastor Christ Penelope of Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries in Siandani Village in Guiani, Limpopo. That's in Limpopo. Has been accused of farting on his, congre- on his congregants. Photos reportedly show the pastor sitting or standing on top of people with people claiming he breaks wind at them. Praise Jesus. No, on them, not at them, on them. I smell heaven's bakery cooking up something good for you, sister. However, the pastor refutes the remarks that have been circulating, like a dank fart, on social media, having simply said, according to the Daily Sun, I don't fart on people. I heal people. I'm going to use that line. I'm going to go to White Castle or Crystal, depending where you live, or Taco Bell. I'm sorry, we we just got the title of the show. I don't fart on people. I don't fart on people. See, now the outlet reports that people have been flooding ew, to the church in the wake of the rumors. But Pastor Penelope, that's right, Penelope, has said the people saying all these things weren't true. God bless. They hear of things and believe them. God bless. He has argued that what he does is not by flesh, but by faith saying that when he sits or stands on people, 
That's the flesh. Stop making the fart noise. They do not feel any pain as the Holy Spirit is in charge. <laughs> I'm just saying, we really need to start going to church in Africa. I mean, this, this sounds like it's a riot to go to church there. Just don't eat the poo-poos. In a Facebook post, he said, this is to tell the doubters that we did not. <laughs> what? This is to tell the doubters that we did not do it by mistake. We did not fart the it. fire. And we're not repenting but we will part our buns and salute. We're not going to be intimidated. The body is the church and the head is the church. You expect me to go and sit on the church? I must come directly to the... What is the next picture, Gary? Tell us what the next picture is. This is uh, some sort of individual laying on some scummy, dank green floor on her side with her head on the floor and her arms around her face, of course, covering her nose. While this man in the most amazing pants I have ever seen, rock, and no socks and white sneakers, and no socks. is sitting on her face in some fashion. It looks like the side of her face. And uh, he just looks like he's watching the Celtics from the sidelines. <laughs> he does. He's just kind of hanging there. Well, I must we, come directly to the head and sit on it. Take it to the head. Two unnamed sources from the church said many people didn't mind what was going on, but they felt unhappy. <laughs> One, a 30-year-old man told the Daily Sun, when we come to church, it's because we need prayers not to be farted on. What the pastor has been doing isn't right. I'm not real sure where you're going with this accent. <laughs> he called on Nelope to ask God for another way of healing people. God said no. Um, God's. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what this article is. Medicine. I don't know what is happening. You need to heal people. Use medicine. I shall heal. A 40-year-old woman also said she had stopped attending church. It, that's not what I signed for. I needed prayers, not fart. Not fart. It says not fart. Many other pastors, not fart. Not fart. fart. I need prayers, not fart. Many other pastors have condemned what Penelope has reportedly been doing, saying even if he's not farting on people, he shouldn't be sitting on them. According to the Daily Sun, Pastor Jacob Sabia from Kagizo said, this is wrong. Nowhere does God say sit on people and they will be healed. Pastors should practice what is in the Bible, not that they think what they think is in there. What's up with the pauses, dude? <laughs> I don't know. I got lost on that one. Not what they think is in there. All right. Uh, isn't that right. what they are? What well, anyway? I Bishop mean, Miso Roman Catholicism is what yes. it's like. Yeah, we're just going to make some shit up and say it's it's implied. It's implied. Bishop Miso Mabunda from Meadowlands. Oh, he can do stadiums now. Also said, these are exactly the deeds the Bible warned us against. It says right here, no man shall farteth upon thy woman or thy man upon thy head. It said at the end of the world, there'd be people who do things that will shock us. Only at the end. My advice will be for people to make their way right with the Lord for the end is near. The Bible, what, Lad Bible? Lad Bible has reached out to sevenfold. Avenge Sevenfold, Holy Spirit Ministries for comment. Uh, Which has not commented. Can we no talk comment. about his sweet lawn chair for a second? Like The what? The lawn oh, chair yeah. he's sitting in. Like, not, not With stellar pants. He's got another pair of amazing pants on. They are amazing pants. And, and look at those pocket squares. 
Yeah. Look at that. He is a he is truly a man of culture. And look at that Wawa recliner he's in and that beat-ass Christmas tree. That's the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Yeah. I mean, he got both of them for $11 on, like, Wish. Wish. <laughs> <laughs> like, the champagne glasses. And, right. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to read one more story, then we're going to call it good, because I'm burning out. Well, we can call it something. We can't call any of this good. No, no. <laughs> We're going to go back to Africa for a very short one, which is from the Ghana Star. I think we may have covered this one years ago. I don't remember. But a woman identified as flying witch falls from sky after experiencing electrical shock. This is the flying nun. Uh, Residents of, oh, why did I pick this one to read? Why? Why did I pick this one to read? Why, 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 why? Oh, my God. I I can't read English, let alone this word. Residents of Aki. Ramadi. I hate you. Akiri Ramadi near Kamzi in the Ashanti region. Wait! I can read it. I can read it. <laughs> Ashanti region on Thursday morning arrested a woman they said was flying was a flying witch that had crash landed according to a report by the Daily Guide. I'm visualizing I'm visualizing this now. The residents claim that the woman 37 who gave her name as Gifty and Afia fell from the sky at about 3:30 a.m. on a tape at a block factory in the area. On a tape at a block factory in the area. What the hell does that even mean? I, I, F- fell on a tape. Okay. Some Masons some Masons said they had heard a loud a oh my god. This is this is pure English. Some English. Masons, I want you guys to read this as I read it. Some Masons said they had heard a loud in the early hours of the morning and had rushed to find out what had happened. They said that Listen, there is loud. <laughs> we heard a loud. They said that uh, they said they got there only to find a woman in shiny dress in oh any shiny dress lying on the tape with blood stains on her face. Is that the whole article? Okay, go ahead. Here it is. According to them, the woman quickly ran to hide in the house of one Emmanuel Afari. They said they were shocked to find her in an obscure corner of the house, virtually naked. News that the witch had been caught attracted many residents who tried to catch a glimpse of her. According to the Daily Guide, report the woman told the residents that she lived at a Bakorum estate in Kam- Kamasi and that the flying to what the hell (laughs) this is my fault I picked this story this is what happens when you don't proofread this shit Okay, back. Uh, Thank you, African Air. One stop to Kwanwoma. Uh, flying to Kwanwoma, she had experienced ele- she had experienced electric shock at the Ayiramandi, whatever the hell that word is, which brought her down. English motherfucker, do you speak it? So she was just was she flying on a she was just flying and got an electrical shock and fell out of the sky and landed on a tape and ran into the house, took off her clothes and hid in a corner. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this incredible weird episode of Project Archivist I would like to apologize and happy Easter because I don't know what the hell this was if you made it this far into the show I am truly grateful that you are still here (laughs) why do you give me a flying African witch just to electrocute me and bring me down why do witches suddenly (laughs) appear Every time (laughs) when you're near, then there's words that I don't know. Let's wrap this up close to to you. Gary, where can people find your show, Bizarro Aficionado? (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) 
I need to sit out a damn episode. Um, <laughs> man, you must be really bored out there. But if you're really bored out there and want to hear some bizarro aficionado, I should have a new episode out in April, and you can find them wherever uh, fine podcasts are bought, sold, or traded for Bitcoin. John, where can you find our fine podcast, <laughs> the, uh, the old old nerds drinking? Me as John Patrick MCP on pretty much all your social media. You can find our podcast at Old Nerds Drinking on Facebook, the Old Nerds Drinking Facebook group. Come for the podcast, stay for the memes, and you can reach us at oldnerdsdrinking at gmail.com. Thank you both for coming on here and helping me host this I'll incredible say. debauchery of I don't know what the hell this show was. <laughs> um, and uh, it's been, I would like to say it's been a pleasure, but I'm not sure if it has been or not. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was pleasured the whole time. Yes, because you went to the church <laughs> in Africa. <laughs> That's right. And Sergey would like to say good night to all wonderful capitalists. <laughs> all right, you guys take care. This whole experience was absolutely exhausting. You are absolutely the most insufferable group of jackasses I have ever had the misfortune of spending an extended period of time with. I hope you all... Die. Well, that concludes whatever the hell this was. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be doing a show like this again for quite some time, at least not on this podcast. I might go over on Jake and Tom and do some stuff over there because they, uh, the listeners there and they both seem to appreciate my shenanigans. Anyways, do check out Bizarro Aficionado with Gary. Gary does run a very cool show. It's very odd. It's very interesting and very strange. And do check over with us over at Old Nerds Drinking, which is John's show. As I said earlier, I am his co-host. Um, more often than not. And you can find that show wherever you found this show. Again, it's just geeky nerdiness with a couple of guys that are sitting down and drinking and talking about nerdy, weird related stuff. Um, my boys over at Jake and Tom Conquer the World do step in from time to time and we do have some crossover episodes. I think John did another episode with another podcast recently because during COVID I took some time off, of course. And uh, every once in a while, I just, as I said, I like to step back. Um, I might be taking a hiatus from the show for a little bit coming up here because I'm just kind of beginning to run into a brick wall creatively trying to find interesting, weird and new things to talk about without going back over the same material over and over again. I got a few shows I have to get out of the way and uh, then we'll see what happens from there. Um, as everybody's noticed, I have cut down on the amount of shows that I put out, but the shows seem to be getting longer when I do put them out. This episode is another great example. I did not want this show to be quite this long. But it just kind of fell that way. I was going to break it into two separate episodes, part one and part two, because I haven't done that in a while. But honestly, when I get rolling in the editing process, I just get to a point where it's like, I don't know where to break this in half to do that with. So I just put it out there as one big, long marathon episode, as seems to be what's going on lately, and just let people consume them that way. I don't know. I mean, if are you guys cool with me releasing longer episodes and less frequently, or do you guys want me to break them up into one-hour segments and just do a part one and part two? I don't know. Let me know. You can email me at projectarchivist at gmail.com, or you can find me on Facebook. You can post it up in the Project Archivist Facebook page if you want to. Um, I do still appreciate the feedback. I haven't posted the number to the show lately because I need to recut that um, that little buffer there that gives the show phone number and everything because Lobo's not part of the show anymore and the buffer is different and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, I am babbling because I'm really, really tired, and I will see all of you again very soon. This is Rojan. Peace out from Detroit. Take care. Bye-bye.
guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody has got a body like me, but I gotta think twice before I give my heart away. And I know all the games you play, cause I play them too. Oh, but I need some time off from that emotion. Showing you that door, Rock got it out. Showing you that door, I got it out.